Hello everyone, and welcome back to Love and Goliath, a show where we discuss how to love the monster within. to our new sponsor, Go Primal Apparel. By using our code GOLIATH10, listeners can get 10% off all purchases made at goprimalusa.com. That's code GOLIATH10 for 10% off. Go with confidence, go with pride, go primal. Thank you again to Go Primal Apparel, and now back to the video. Hello, Ruda, Ruda. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks. It's so awesome to be here talking to you. And, you know, we connected on LinkedIn because we are a part of something really, really awesome, like a, an awesome community. And it's, it's really amazing to find people who click and talk about the same things in the same language. So I'm super excited to talk to you, to connect with you, to get to know you and be here. Oh, I, I know. Well, I mean, as we know, but we'll just tell the listeners that basically there was that, that little like, hey, you you and I think very similar. Yes, we do. Let's talk. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't happen very often. Like, you know, I, I have a feeling I just moved to Portugal maybe one and a half years ago or actually almost two years ago now. And, you know, it's a, it's a new environment, new people, new community and so on. And I have to say, it's not the easiest to find people who are authentic and they really speak the same language in depth and they live it. So you are a real life example who lives what you talk about. And, you know, <laughs> we talk about manifestation and law of attraction and, and how we create our reality and stuff like that and how important mindset is. And so it's so awesome to kind of be like, oh, huh, that person lives on the other side of the world. I'm based in Portugal. You're based somewhere close to Vancouver in Canada. And yet we're here talking about the same things. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's amazing. And, and as you and I, so this is our first time talking, but we, we shot a couple of emails back and forth. So, so we're a part of the, uh, <laughs> so you say it, you say NGV, NGV and TV. That's right. <laughs> we're, uh, I always like the, the letters. <laughs> I could have to get in my head, <laughs> but, um, Anyways, we were, uh, let me go back to my uh, train of thought. Um, oh, I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> I was about uh, you and I chatting and uh, yeah, just realizing that we had that, that connection, that, that, that understanding. And, and yeah, that's what I was saying. I, 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 we texted back and forth and I said, you know, a lot of this stuff, you got to be, you can only, people can only hear what they're ready to hear. 
So when you when you click, so you're always, in my opinion, I'm always just kind of centering things. Like it's like the law of attraction is the is the reality. You know, that's just the way things are. And but not everybody's ready to hear it. So you gotta, you have to always, in my experience, as a 51-year-old man, you have to walk through life living your truth, knowing your truth, expressing your truth, being true, like just honestly being true to yourself and then share, share what you know, or what you want, what you, uh, yeah, what you know, in the in the best way that you can, that people can hear because everybody's at their own place, right? Of belief, of trust, of faith, of, of whatever, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. And I mean, I've been creating content around these topics, like mindset topics for the last two and a half years now and and sharing constantly and continuously almost every single day. Mm -hmm. And like you say, with some people, it resonates extremely much. And they're like, oh my gosh, she speaks my language and she gets me and she understands what, what it's all about. And for some people it's all bullshit. And you know what? It's okay. Like, (laughs) If it doesn't resonate with everyone, that's fine. Like you say, people are at different stages and different phases in life. They might resonate. They might not. It doesn't matter. They might at some point resonate. Things can change and they might not never really resonate with it. And that's also okay. And, and the thing is that, you know, in, in all of this personal development and, and mindset uh, world and, and coaching industry and so on, like, I see a lot of people are trying to kind of convince others with their truth. It's like, okay, this is how it works. And you need to, you know, you need to apply that. It's like, it's not about convincing. It's Mm -hmm. just, this is how it works. Yes. I also believe that, but I'm not going to impose that onto other people as if my truth is their truth. I mean, the people with whom it resonates, they will come and they will, they will, you know, feel magnetized and they will feel like, huh, I want to learn more. I want to understand better. I want to, to, to kind of dive deeper into that topic. And I wonder what I can learn from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the thing. And, and you see a lot of, I mean, I've been coaching and doing all d- different kinds of things for over 20 years. Um, so I, so I, I kind of really realized that you, you never really, in my opinion, as a personal trainer and as a youth worker and as a mental, you know, whatever, whatever I do, um, you can, you know, you can't really shove anything down somebody's throat. All you can do is if you're smart, if you're smart or if you're wise is help people to see the truth for themselves. Right. And and just help them slowly, but surely um, push aside the, the, the layers of doubt of resistance of, of, whatever whatever's holding them back until they see the truth for themselves and a good coach in my opinion is one who can help people find truth for themselves right? oh that's so so important and i think it's it also brings another topic when it comes to you know as a coach or as an individual as anybody it's about when you express yourself freely when when all you do is allowing yourself to show up for who you are and standing up for your beliefs and, and, and what you really, really stand behind, then you will never really know which bits and pieces will click for someone mm-hmm. that will be like, okay, 
there are so many times that I, I've heard people be like, okay, you said that one sentence or that one phrase and it changed everything for me. And it was like a ha moment, an epiphany. Mm -hmm. And like, how would you ever know what kind of phrase or sentence or, or, or paragraph or a story is going to resonate with someone? Like mm -hmm. we all are so unique and so, you know, so, so complex. We can't, you know, have some kind of a, a all size fits all solution. Mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't work like that. It's true. It's true. And I think as a coach, you know, and I, I've noticed this a lot. You see people that can say a great story. And my, here, I'll give you a really quick example. My mom was a psych professor at UBC, um, student and professor. Psych, and, and yet I lived with her and she was a train wreck. And I see this with so, so I have that, like, I see that with so many people, so many coaches, so many do whatever they do. They say one thing, but they, they're not living it. And it's just like the best, the best way to teach it is to just live, live your life, be happy, be like, enjoy life and truly be authentic. And, mm -hmm. and there's nothing that you could do that's going to teach better than that for people to see, well, you know, yeah, the, there's nothing that you could do that's better than that. So then as you teach from that, um, from that lens where you're all, where you're living and they could see the truth then they're closer to being able to hear it from you, right? Oh, I love that. This is so powerful. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think so many people underestimate walking the talk and they underestimate the power of when, when you resonate with something and, and you kind of, in a sense, admire them when, in a sense, you're, you're, look at them and you're like, wow, I wish I was this way, or I wish I showed up that way, or I wish I did things like they do. Well, the reason why we're attracted or, or admire some people is because of what they embody. It's not, it's not really about that mask. Of course, yes, we also live in social media world and, and there's a lot of pretension and there's a lot of like masks and playing games and like all of this, there's a lot of fake reality in a sense, but, but people who, who are seeing beyond and who feel and who somehow they can sense that there's something off. They can sense that when it's real, they can sense that, okay, this person just is kind of talking the, 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 the words, they expressing the words, but they actually don't live it. Mm -hmm. And it's so subtle like to embody something and to walk the talk, it's, it, it's, it's quite something. And it does require a lot of inner work. Like, you, you know, before you hit the record button, you were sharing your story a little bit. It takes years to figure shit out. It takes years and sometimes even decades to finally feel like I've been doing this work and now I finally get it. Now I finally understand things better. Now I finally noticed what these patterns mean, where they come from, and how can I move forward better, stronger, happier, more peaceful, with better relationships, with you know more success in business or career and so on. But it just takes time. Yeah, and I, th I think that that's a big thing, and and uh, you know, so many, especially since COVID happened, all these people are starting to ask questions, but but again, they're 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 only really, in my opinion, 
haven't been somebody that's been kind of working on it for a long, long time. They're only really scratching the surface of it. Like, oh, if I get everything right, I can have that beautiful car and I can have more money. I can have more of this and that and this and that. But they're not really seeing their, they think of manifestation. They're still thinking of manifestation as these things, you know, that I can have or whatever. But they don't really understand that, like the law of attraction you don't have to look very far to understand the truth in that. You don't have to have very much belief to see that. Look at what's happened in the last two years since COVID happened. Look at the expansion of the unit of the world that we live in. Look at like all the things that have happened. People working at home, like it's massive. And if you don't, if you're not paying attention, it'll just, it'll just slide. Like, oh yeah, well, I'm working at home now. I'm talking to people across the world. No problem. Face to face, you know, and you don't see that. It's like, this is this is abundance multiplying itself exponentially yeah. because more and more people are, are, are asking for more ease in life and more convenience or whatever. And it's happening. And the people that are are saying, yeah, that's cool, they're getting to experience it. And a lot of the other people are just like, oh, but my life is so, is so, is so bad. It's just like they're looking down. It's like, yeah, but if we can, if us as coaches can get you just to look up a little bit you'll start to see like, wow, look at the world I live in. And then it'll yeah. start to be that, that law of attraction where it'll start to build more. Right? Yeah. It reminds me actually of someone who uh, commented on one of my posts on LinkedIn um, last week, I, I, I believe, or, or a couple of days ago um, and said, Oh, well, if, if uh, law of attraction worked, then all of us would be happy and all of us would be rich and all of us would be blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you clearly don't understand how it works. Yeah. It doesn't just drop out of the sky. Like you expect to sit around being all grumpy, not move a finger, not do any work. And then suddenly you expect to be happy and, you know, happily ever after. And everything is just wonderful. It doesn't work like that. And like you said, like it's a, it's a matter of perception, first of all, because yes, actually vast majority of people experience the pandemic and the crisis and everything in a negative way why because they're programmed that way because they're used to seeing everything on the news that's negative they're used to complaining and blaming they're used to pointing fingers at everybody else except themselves they don't take responsibility for you know what they create in their reality so if you shift the perspective and you start taking that responsibility and you're like huh actually yeah okay shit happens, COVID hit. Like for example, for me, it was the biggest opportunity. Right before COVID hit in March, 2020, I was still seeing my clients face to face. And at the time, I didn't even have an idea that I would go online and start coaching people all over the world. It wasn't even in my awareness. But then we were like, okay, so it's lockdown. I can't even leave the house. So how do I work? How do I start building my business? At the time I was in the very, very beginning stage. And I thought, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Everybody's going online and everybody's bored as fuck. And so they're going to really, really need these services and they are going to work on themselves. And I'm going to use this opportunity. So what happened was it was a shift of, of reality, shift of perspective focusing on what you can create and how you can shift things around and taking that damn responsibility and doing the work. 
it's not like, oh, you know, I will just flip my fingers and everything is going to fall out of the sky and all of my clients will start coming. No, I am doing the work every single day, just like I know you do the same, right? So it wasn't that all of the things you have created in your life, living in this, by the way, beautiful place that you live in, that you showed right before, again, <laughs> the button, I mean, in front of this beautiful beach and, you know, water and so on and mountains, it's wonderful. You created that. It didn't happen just like that. Exactly. Well, the one thing, the one thing that, that I find super interesting that people, and I'm lucky because I started as a bodybuilder quite young and boxer and stuff, boxing and all that stuff. But I think of like life as like, a, like the way my experience as a bodybuilder. So when I first started lifting weights when I was 15, I was like, this is my ticket because I was like a real troubled kid. I was like, this is my ticket. And I, I wrote down these goals. I had all these goals. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be this. And I, I had all these, these uh, sheets of paper on my wall. You know, if I, okay, I can only bench press 100 pounds for eight reps now, but next month is going to be 105, 110, 100. Like, and I, I charted out five years, month by month. And I, for all these major exercises, where I was going to be, how much I was going to weigh, all this stuff. So at 15, I was a troubled kid who basically nobody gave a chance, but just like that, by saying, you know what, I have a vision. All of a sudden I had this vision and I remember every day being so happy and I wasn't there. I wasn't at the five-year mark. Like most of that time, I wasn't there at all. Most of that time, that whole five years, I, was, I wasn't there at all until I was there. But every day I was excited. I knew where I was going. I had a vision for myself and it was fun. And that's how life is. It's like, it's like people are like, oh, well, I want a car. I want a new house. I want a bunch of money. Ooh, ooh, you know, I'm going to, it's like, oh, well, it never came. Law of attraction doesn't work. It's like, yeah, it does. But it's a journey. It's a journey. You know, if everything that you wanted came right now, what would your life be? We'll be exactly. It's like I will. I will be just grumpy and I will just not believe in anything. And law of yeah. attraction it just sucks. It, it's all just bullshit, and I don't believe yeah. in any of it. It's like, but what do you do? Like, are you actually even moving a finger at all yourself? Like, do you do the work? I mean, what you what you're explaining is also so cool that you're bringing that up. Is how freaking important it is to just bring joy into whatever it is that you do, and have freaking fun, and go laugh, and and literally laugh your ass off if need be, you know. Just do things that make you happy. And I think a lot of people are falling into this trap of thinking they need to suffer, and you, you need to work hard, and you need to basically earn a good life. And along the way, you're not allowed to loosen up a little bit. You're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to, to really, truly have a good time. Well, that's actually the opposite of how your life is supposed to be. And like you said, like, oh, you know, I will, I will have the house and I will have that super success and that promotion and I will be the Superman. It's like, dude. It's about the journey, for God's sake. It's really about having fun along the way. And really, it doesn't freaking matter where you end up. You will end up in a wonderful place no matter what. That's for sure. It does, that's for sure. Whatever it means, you don't know. Like you said, it's, it's not about being attached to this idea of how that you know, vision is, is supposed to look like. No, you have a vision, but you're like, huh? 
I don't know how I'm going to get there. And really, I'm, I'm even curious if that's exactly the vision that I'm going to end up at. It's not the point. The point is to enjoy while you're going there. And, you know, that, that's what makes a life truly worth living. When you're having fun, when you have amazing relationships, when, when, you, when you have love around you, when, when you feel like you belong to something, when, when you're a part of a community, when you do something that's meaningful. Like today, earlier, I was talking to someone who is, uh, I think, also around 50 plus, And he was like, you know what? I've been working as an IT developer for like 25, 30 years now. And I'm just doing stuff for 12 hours a day that doesn't freaking matter. And it just makes me feel empty and miserable. And it really makes me feel sad because every time I see my kids who go play soccer, I can't even go and watch the game because I'm freaking doing things that don't even matter. Well, yes, of course, it, it pays the bills. Yes, of course, it maintains the quality of life for the family. But you need to find balance. And you need to give yourself the permission to go and enjoy life mm -hmm. and continue building those relationships with your kids, with people you love, with the community, and do things that matter to you. Thank you to our new sponsor and friend of the podcast, New New Biosuticals. New science-based nutraceutical supplements engineered to elevate your new mind and new body. Use code BENJAMINSMITH for 10% off your purchase at newnewbioceuticals.com. That's code BENJAMINSMITH for 10% off. Thank you again, Nunu. And now back to the show. 100%. And, and that, there, there's another crazy thing that people, people, so many people, and I'm very well aware of, but so many people don't understand. It's like, you got to have fun. You know, I, you know, you can call work, you know, like I, I love, I, at one point I loved boxing. I loved getting punched in the head. A lot of people, that would be a, an absolute nightmare. I loved having five, 600 pounds on my back and squatting, seeing the challenge. Other people, that's a nightmare. One person's joy, one person's work or, or whatever is another person's joy. So if you can kind of understand that, Everything that you do has the potential to be just joyful. It's what you bring to it, which is why I always tell people self-assurance, ease, and faith. Like whatever you're doing, you can find joy. You can find something that is enjoyable about it. And as that happens, all of a sudden opportunities are going to come where, you know, you can set your own hours. You can, you know, you work with a team that you really look forward to working with the work, you know, all these things start to fall in line when you focus on joy and no matter what, and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? You mentioned boxing. My grandpa was a professional boxer. Oh, nice. Uh, I have some, I, I, I went back to Lithuania to visit my family in June. And I was asking my grandma because my grandpa is, uh, has passed away like 11 years ago or so. So I asked my grandma, so how was it? And can you show me some pictures? And like, how was his career as a boxer? And she said, well, you know what? Actually, he was uh, third in Lithuania back in 1963 or something like that. Oh. So, yeah, it was like, that's so cool. <laughs> that's super cool. <laughs> um... But at some point he ended the, the career as a boxer because my grandma was like, listen, dude, either family 
or boxing. You have to choose. And that's, that's when he actually decided to, to quit boxing. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, you know, just speaking about, just continue that dialogue of boxing, what we're talking about. I learned a lot about, about life with boxing. Cause I remember, I remember, you know, having competitions. It's like, I was like, okay, I want to have this. I, I want to do this fight or I want to, uh, beat this guy, this person, or whatever, right? This challenge. So I'll train really hard for for it, and I'll get to it, and it would be over. And it was like that that gap between like, okay, I want to fight that person, or I want to have that competition, to it being over was like I had a sense of purpose, I had a vision, I knew what was going on. I remember I was I was I had this, I lived on my own, so I was supporting myself. I had to work during the day, but at work is like I didn't care about all the little problems because I had a fight I was focused on. I had something I was focused on. It's like you know what, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Let's move on. I gotta go to the gym tomorrow, and then and then I'll get to the end of it and I'll have the match and win or lose, it didn't really matter. I just as long as I knew I did my best. But then it's like for a minute there, I'll be like you know celebrate whatever. But within a day or so, it's like, okay, well, now what? Now what? Oh, well, I wanted this match or this person. And that's life. That's how I think people should live their life. It's like, you're going to have, you have all these series of like, I want to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or I want to get married, or I want to buy a house, or I want to have a boat, or I want to feel health, ha- happier or healthier or more fit. It's just on and on and on. I want new counters. I want, you know, to live in. I want to try, like, it's going to be like this, but just see it all as like, okay, that's super motivating now. And then what's next and what's next and what's next and live your life with this excitement and this joy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what you said is, is really cool that when you have a big vision, then your problems become small because when you have a big vision or whatever vision, as long as you have a goal, then you're like, well, it's just a bump in the road. It's not a problem. And, and all of these seeming issues or and obstacles they kind of shrink because it's like it doesn't matter i'm going to get over it and i'm going to resolve it because what does matter to me is to actually go and chase my dream and go and achieve those goals but not in, in this way of like i'm filling a void mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm creating all these things and i'm chasing all these rabbits as one of my clients says um to kind of fill this emptiness in my chest as if that's going to make me happy, as if that house is going to make me happy. That's not the point, right? So the point is to actually be like, huh, I'm excited about the journey, about the process of creating that, about, you know, having fun along the way. And I'm excited about that goal and that vision, but it's not that once I will get there, suddenly then I will allow myself to be happy. That's actually the completely wrong way to, to, to go. It's, it's actually, actually, it's a trap. For it's sure. a complete trap. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go on. I, I just yeah. was agreeing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's the thing. That it's, uh, it's so interesting to, to also realize that life lessons come in such unexpected ways. Like in your case, it was through boxing. How much you learned about life and about what works and what doesn't for you because of boxing. And for someone else, it could be through, I don't know, through a relationship. And for somebody else, it could be through business. Like for me, for example, running a business or building a business has become a spiritual journey. It has become this, this uh, catalyst to grow and to continue evolving over time. And for different people, it's a different thing. And it might be a combination of different things. 
So um, yeah, it's it's just fascinating how lessons, life lessons, come from different avenues somehow. Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention, and you, again, you got to find the joy. You got to see the joy, and it's all about the journey. I mean, your life is just is is it begins and it ends. There's no no doubt about that. You got to enjoy it, and you got to you got to you got to see the the pleasure in in all those little those little journeys. Because again, I'll tell the story really quickly. But you know, when I was twenty uh, five or something like that, I broke up with a girl that I really loved. And I was like, I was like, but she wasn't. I knew she wasn't right for me. It was a messy thing, and I was like here's what I want. I want this really class. I want a girl whose fitness is a part, a huge part of her life. She's really smart. She comes from a good background because my background wasn't that good. She's, she's super driven and she's ambitious and she's all these things. And at the time I was a bouncer and I remember I was working in the strip bar and I remember talking to a, telling a waitress, she's like, when are you going to settle down? I'm like, well, this is what I'm looking for. And she's like, uh, you know, dude, you're a, bouncer and I was also a drug dealer too <laughs> but anyways I was all these things but the gap between I knew what I wanted and I knew what I knew I wasn't ready for it so slowly but surely you know I I, I got better I got closer and closer and closer and closer I remember I remember thinking I'm still not really ready for it. I like what could I what could I have to offer until eventually I got to this point where it's like you know, I was like, you know what? I'm a nice guy. I'm a strong person. I, I felt really good about myself. I'm like, you know what? I may not have a lot of money or I may not have this or that, but I, I'm, a, I, I could, I'm worthy of a woman like that. And then boom, she asked, she found me. She asked me out and I've been with her for 21 years. I love that so yeah. much. But I remember almost. I that you were worthy of it. You decided yeah. I'm freaking awesome and I'm worthy and boom, it happened. I love it so much. Yeah. It was, I remember it was almost, it was almost like, like the, almost like within a a week or so, I don't know exactly what the time frame was, but I remember, I remember, again, I didn't have any problem meeting girls, but the girl that I wanted, I remember it was like almost like night and day. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm ready for that girl. And then it was, yeah, she just asked me out. Out of, totally out of the blue. That's so awesome. And that kind of brings also this uh, importance of feeling. So in manifestation or law of attraction, people say, yeah, you just, uh, you know, keep on repeating affirmations. I'm worthy. I'm worthy. I'm worthy. Well, it doesn't work until you feel worthy. It doesn't work until you're like, I know I deserve that girl. Exactly. Like, I feel it here. I know it. I know she's mine. Like, I know that I already envision myself being with this girl. And that's, that's what it's all about. And I think a lot of people, again, there's this misunderstanding of how it works. It's like, oh, I just will keep on hammering those affirmations. And I will keep on, you know, listening to, to uh, overnight meditation, whatever tapes and, you know, all these things. No, you have to freaking feel it. And when that clicks, when you finally nail that, woo! <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that, and that's and that's where you know so many people. You see, I, I watch it all the time. I'm very, very cognizant of it. Where you, people are working so hard, but they're working from a place where they feel like like desperate or unworthy, and they feel like like I got to make this happen. Otherwise, it's like. Dude, you, you, you're never going to be able to really, like, you may achieve a certain amount of success, but you're never going to really achieve 
great success because it, it goes against what you're trying to do. You're, you're saying you want one thing, you're working really hard, but on the other hand, there's, it's backed by an, an emotion of desperation, of unworthiness, and it goes against you what you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. And well, for me, it's, it's always this, this word, especially neediness. It's, it's such a big topic for a lot of people. And I remember uh, one friend of mine, he was, whenever he felt insecure and something was missing, he would become extremely needy. And he would kind of, you know, expect me to respond within five minutes. And like, it, it was just like, oh, just such a needy energy. And it's a repelling energy. And mm -hmm. whenever there's desperation, whenever there's this neediness, whenever there's expectations, people don't want to be around that energy. And you know why? Because it, it's not genuine. It's not authentic. It's, it just comes from this fear-based mindset. It, it's non-worthiness and not feeling like you deserve something and you just need something from other people. But when you're like, huh, I just feel like having a conversation with this person. I, you know, I want to give the space for this person. I, I just feel like I want to give and share my happiness with this person or, or with those people. Well, that's a completely different story. And that's magnetic. Like people want to be around somebody who is just genuinely this light and, 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 and shares whatever it is that, that they, that, that they're experiencing from a very genuine place because they can't not share. It's just, you know, it's, it's a part of who you are when you are full of joy, when you're full of feeling good about who you are and, and, and what you have, and even feeling good about what you don't have and not feeling desperate about it, mm. then people want to be around those kind of people. It's so true. And it just seems like to you and I, it just seems like so basic, but it's, it's like, that's why it's so important for people to understand. It's like, whatever it takes, take, do whatever it takes to create an environment within yourself where it's like you feel good about yourself. You feel, you know, obviously you're never going to have everything that you want. You're never going to have everything what you want. But like count your blessings, look, see things to be jo joyful about, be happy about all your interactions, be this and that. And then watch how people want to be around you. They want to give. I mean, my daughter always jokes. Well, everybody jokes about it with me. Like I can, I can walk down the beach because I'm always happy. I'm always upbeat. People want to be around me. So people are always offering me jobs and offering me this. And they want to be a part of that. They want to hang because, you know, you know just that energy, right? You can't help but want to be around people like that. I have a question for you. So now that you said that you're always upbeat and you're in a good mood and you have this really good life energy and people want to be around that. I just had several conversations in the recent, let's say, week or so about vulnerability and especially when it comes to men showing up also with their other side, let's say the insecure side and showing up with their fears and doubts and you know, just feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not this always upbeat person. So first of all, do you ever feel like you're not that in a good mood and you are not that upbeat? And if you do, then do you feel comfortable showing that to other people? Well, to be honest, and I probably a lot of people don't want to hear this, but to be honest, I, uh, I really have not had what you call a bad day in over 10 years, probably 11 years, like since I was 39. 
Um, wow. But the reason wow. why is because, because I understand. I remember when I, when I kind of had that little breakthrough that let me kind of, I remember saying, okay, they're, they're, and, and it's on my, I do, uh, you know, wellness and I have my Goliath foundation and I have what I call the happiness line. And I understood, I just, I understood. I said, every morning, my number one thing I got to do is wake up and just ask myself, how do I feel? Because start this day on a good note, be happy. And so I'll be like, you know what? It's a new day. Anything could happen. And I'll find ways to, to be in a good mood. So I would have my coffee, a chill out. As you saw, I live right on the water. So I just look at the water. I would just kind of, and I'll be like, you know what? Life is good. Life is good. And then I said, okay, above this line is below this line is, is any level of unhappiness all the way down to self-loathing. And I've been so suicidal self-loathing. I've been there, but you know, just, you know, not feeling very happy to feeling anger, to feeling resentment, sadness, you know, unworthiness at the bottom. But then above the line is like, you know, acceptance and, and you know, all this stuff from, from the things that you, but, but anyways, I really took that to heart. And I said, my job is to be very, very aware of like when I start to feel myself dipping, like I'll never let myself go below the line. Like if I ever feel any sense of, of, of feeling bad, then I'm going to catch myself right away. And at the time I was personal training. So I had a personal training studio, my own personal training studio. So I was able to, like, if I had clients, I had quite a few clients at times, but the minute I could, as soon as I recognized it, I would find a way I'd either start joking with my clients if I recognized it in myself, or I would stretch because stretching always made me feel good. Or if I didn't have a client, I would go because my our studio was right across from the beach also. Um, I would just go for a little quick little walk and I would feel better. And I realized really early back then that if you catch it, if you're cognizant of it, the minute you wake up and say, how am I feeling? Am I feeling good? Well, why am I not feeling good? Okay, now I feel pretty good. And then you're kind of, you teach yourself to be aware of it to the point where it's like, like you catch yourself in the moments, you'll get better and better and better at catching it and doing whatever it takes, you know, like, like, why is this traffic so slow? Uh, you know what, if I'm late, it's not a big deal. You know, people would understand and it's just traffic. I put on some music or why am I in this lineup? Why is this lineup so long? Uh, but there's somebody I could talk to. Where I'm gonna get, you know what I mean? There's always going to be some way of like flipping. So it's like, you yeah. know what, it's not that bad. And then you start to get really, really good at it. So that again, you become like somebody like me. It's like, like no matter what, and I was like you, when COVID happened, I was a full-time personal trainer. And then I went in on Friday morning and she's like, Nope, you're done. You know? So my career was over. And, and, and then, so I went right from, from the studio. I walked out, I went up to the track, like, so probably a 10 minute drive started walking around the track. I was like, okay, well, I got to figure out the next step because I can't do my, I mean, my career is over now, like for at least temporarily. And as I'm walking around the track, Somebody had doing some building for it. Cause I'm a carpenter and a sheet metal worker and stuff like that. He's like, Hey, you did some building for me before. Right. And so we're walking in opposite directions. I was like, yeah. He's like, Hey, you want to help me? I got some building I need done. I was like, yeah, sure. So literally like probably, well, let's say 20 minutes from being told that I couldn't do what I do. I was like offered another opportunity. It's like, ah, yeah, sweet. This is the next step. I don't need to know the full, like where I'm going to end up, but I know right now I'm going to be okay. No problem. And then yeah. you're just going to build from there. Right. So you just get yeah. really good at, you get really good at like, you know what? 
you know, I'm resilient. It's a beautiful day. Somebody to talk to, something to chase, a great goal, you know, like whatever. Right. And then you're just happy all the time. Yeah. I love it. It's, and it's a practice and it takes time to, to, to switch that attitude around. But like you say, it's, if you keep on, keep on doing it every single day and then deciding and deciding and deciding and catching yourself and catching yourself and catching yourself at some point, you will be like, huh, by default, I'm actually a really upbeat person. By default, I'm no longer this, this grumpy negative person who always sees problems, but by default, I see opportunities everywhere instead. How cool is that? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and awesome. the cool thing about it too, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but the cool thing about it that, that I find so amazing and what, what I watch for people is once you start to flip that switch where you're happy much more of the time, then you start to notice that other people are reacting to your happiness, which gives you a hit. Like, you know, all you, all it takes is for you to walk down the street and see somebody and smile, smile at them and see that they'll smile back at you. So as much as you, you lifted them up for a second, they lifted you up twice as much because you understand your power to influence people and the world. You start to understand all, you know, I actually have major, major massive value in this, in this world, just by me being happy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's all you need to, to, to know, you know, that you are a part of a bigger, bigger network. And that in fact, you play a, a, a crucial part, like even though it's a massive, massive world and that we live in, it's a massive network. But you can affect dozens, hundreds, thousands, if not millions of people, because it creates a ripple effect. If you positively affect just with a smile, one person, that one person might then affect 10 other people that day. And then those people will affect another 10. It, like, it blows my mind. I know. <laughs> it's, it's really amazing. And, and that's why... You know, I mean, those of us who, who have kind of thought this stuff through and paid attention, you you realize that that it's the individuals that will create this this amazing world just because as every individual realizes that their big the, the greatest contribution they can make to the world is to be happy, is to be happy because then you it is such an exponential effect throughout ripples all throughout the world. And yeah all the problems of the world, basically, when everybody kind of realizes that all the problems of the world will basically evaporate, right? Because even when there is problems, we'll see it as a, okay, well, how do we overcome it? How do we work together? How do we, you know, move forward and create something even better, just like we did with COVID? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's, I think it's a beautiful way also to wrap our conversation up because it's a it's like such a beautiful note to 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 bring to people that hey life is just too short to waste on negativity to waste on complaining to waste on things that don't matter and really a lot of people would be like oh but what's my purpose what's my meaning and so on well your purpose and your meaning of life is to have a good time whatever that means if you have time by, I don't know, being a good mom or dad, wonderful. That's maybe your purpose. Or maybe your, you know, what you feel really awesome about is creating these kind of podcast episodes or, you know, 
boxing or whatever it is that makes you happy. If that is your purpose to make yourself have a good time along the way. And just, yeah, like you said, be happy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I hope that we, you and I, I believe that you and I will continue to have conversations, but for people that want to, because you're a coach. And um, so for people that want to reach you and, uh, you know, need some guidance, where can they find you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I have a YouTube channel, which is with my name, Ruta Stasunete, um, Redefining Success. If you say, if, if you search for Ruta, Redefining Success, they can find me. My website is redefiningsuccess.co.uk, which is currently on con under construction, but it's going to be back up at some point. So fingers crossed. Um, but basically, if, if you search for Ruta Redefining Success, that will already bring you to me nice nice well i highly i highly recommend that everybody um reaches out to you and and i look forward to our next conversation me too it's been such a pleasure and so much fun it's really awesome you have such an amazing energy so thank you <laughs> thank you. you you too um okay so again i'm not the most professional with this stuff so everybody Thanks for coming <laughs> to me into the Love and Goliath podcast. And, and uh, bye. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us, as always. We love hearing from you. So if you have comments, questions about the episode, topics you want us to cover, or anything else, you can find us on Instagram as Love and Goliath, on Facebook as The Goliath Foundation. You can email us at lovinggoliath at gmail.com or you can find out more information about the Goliath Foundation at thegoliathfoundation.com. Hey, did you know that 36% of our listeners tune in through Apple Podcasts? If that's you and you liked what you heard today, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again, and we'll catch you next time. Bye!